This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Right, I think we have our very next guest on. Speaking of good guests, we've got a man who I know very well. Uh, He's been at the forefront of the the development of New Zealand cricket from some dark days to where we currently sit now, which is as the top of the the top of the tree when it comes to cricketing teams around the world after capturing the World Test Championship just last month and New Zealand cricket now sitting at number one in both test test matches and also one day cricket. He has been a man who, alongside David White the CEO and Mike Sandal, the manager, has been there from the start. He started as the fitness trainer many moons ago for the New Zealand cricket side and he's transitioned into what is now a very influential role in, as high performance manager. He is a good, good man and he will be a man of very few words if we don't get them out of him. A humble man from Christchurch. It's, it's a pleasure to welcome to SENZ and the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show, Brian Stronach. Good to talk to you, Stroni. Hello, Baz. Hello, lads. Good to be here. <laughs> now it's like getting blood out of a stone sometimes from Stroni, so I'll do my best. So we know that the 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 mace which the boys are, are taking around the country, um, which is is quite a unique kind of trophy. Um, you can't drink out of it, but that won't bother you because you're allergic to alcohol. So you'll be uh, that's kind of irrelevant for you. But but I'm sure you you'll get an opportunity to celebrate with the boys in, in this next week and 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 take the mace and and the lads all around the country and and see what it means to the fans? Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm up in Auckland at the moment, so actually last night I had a sponsor's do. It was the first time I got to see it in person, which is which is cool, actually. It's really cool. There was, there was a couple of jokes going around that there's um, some former trophies from other sports that uh, you couldn't drink out of, and people talked around drilling holes in them to make sure they could, so we're kind of trying to make sure that's not happening here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I just want to dive straight into it, I guess. So you, you've been... You've seen the, the journey from the empty jerseys on the New Zealand cricket side in Bangladesh where we couldn't raise a, a brass razo of a, of a quid to try and afford afford anything. You know, we couldn't get a sponsor at any stage. Such was the, the depths we had sunk to. To now we're sky high commercially and, and sit at the very top of the tree. You must be so proud of that development, but also your hand in it. Can you just explain to us a little bit about um, your role in it and, and what you consider... Uh, how the journey's been, and what are the what are the key fundamentals to that journey? Yeah, it's a strange one. It's a it's a really hard one to look back at. And yeah, you're you're right. I'm immensely proud of New Zealand cricket and the team and the journey it's been on right right from the start. And it is it's just a different world compared to 
back in the day when I started as a lonely fitness trainer and so forth with you guys um, dreading some of my sessions. But um, some of the some of the things I look back at, and it's actually it's one of the things you said to me early on, Baz, that, that resonates with me, and it, it gets a bit flowery, but I I think it is it stands true right through. Is I always remember you talking to me around good things happen to good people. And I look back and I think that's one of the, the big things we've, we've focused on. We've just made sure we've, uh, we've got good people, whether that's, that's players, that's staff, that's board members, that's whatever it is. They're good people who, um, who want to do the right things by the sport and by the country and by the teams. Um, and that's, I, I think that's one of the big fundamentals that we've, we've focused on. I think. Uh, a, a focus we've had is working together as a system and everyone talks around um, New Zealand being small when it is and that, that's awesome. That's that's one of the best advantages I think we can have and I think that I suppose the, the craze word around it these days is that higher purpose but getting our system understanding that we all prosper if the black caps and white ferns do well, getting players understanding that um, you all prosper if the team goes well and doing the right thing by the team which is that fundamental of team first that that you and Hess installed um, those things are just massive I think along that journey and then probably the only other two that, that spring into my head as I'm talking to you is the selection piece that under, underpins it I think it sounds like a micro or a little thing but how selection supports um, a team culture I think is really underrated and something I had absolutely no understanding of when I first started <laughs> but is um has grown and an understanding that selection can actually if you get it wrong can really undo that focus of wanting to work together as a team um for that for that higher purpose I mean I, I suppose the last little thing for me is the concentration is we've learned that um, we've done some stuff right or you, you learn a lot at the international stage so everything that underpins that and one of our big focuses now is making sure people understand how to learn so when they, when they get to that international stage which is like no other they can they can learn quicker than anybody else but as a, as a spew off the top of my head there you go there's a few words <laughs> yeah good man I, I want um, you mentioned the word uh, the the white ferns before I want to get onto them at, at some point because I think that is a work in progress and and will be yep. a real test of the system which which you guys have built but just for a little bit of context yep. for, for everyone out there it wasn't so long ago I remember um, the uh, New Zealand the New Zealand side went to India and the the BCCI had apparently had sold the television rights back to a, a broadcast back here for somewhere around the fifteen to twenty thousand dollar New Zealand dollar mark and then, the, and then you flip that around, and when India come to New Zealand, um, such was the size of their market and, and how, um, how much they are adored, that tour was worth somewhere around the 15 to 20 million US dollar mark for New Zealand cricket to sell to uh, an Indian broadcaster. I guess what I'm trying to get to is the success of this current team, is there a commercial um, element to try and allow long-term sustainable success to be able to ensure that we can now fund the game moving forward on the back of the success? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've got to take advantage of the success we're having. And, and I, there's no doubt that, I suppose, money helps. But I think what we've built is money's not everything. 
and that's that's I think every high performance environment or team or whatever it is needs to look at their competitive advantages and understand them and exploit them. And I think largely that's what we've done and what we've tried to do. And, and money compared to some of those big boys is just not one of our competitive advantages. So we've, we've focused on other areas, which I think um, held us in good stead. But having said that, yes, it always helps. And, and I think having, um, I suppose, the framework that we've got now, and then if we can capitalise on, on the success we're having now, then we're we're pretty sure we're putting the money in the right areas. And as you say, the, the goal for us is sustainable success. Like it's it's not around trying to climb Everest and then fall down the other side. It's, it's around getting up there and staying up there. We've got some pretty lofty goals and we're, we're nowhere near um, achieving them all yet. And the recent success we've had is, is really, really cool, but it's a platform to build off for us and that, that's the key. Hey, Brian, Louie here. Izzy's away this week with the sad passing of his, his mum, but I'm curious, as a you pointed out, a fitness trainer to start and then your personal rise to the top. Like, there's probably a book in it. I know you, Baz tells me you're, you're one of the, the most humble guys going around, but do you ever just stop and just go, wow, this is pretty pretty surreal? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Um, sometimes I wonder why people make decisions around... Um, me be where me being where I am, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool looking back, uh, understanding where I came from, and and working my way through. But I mean, I think the the ride is is really cool, and it's just for me, it's just the people that um, I've got to be around and some of the experiences that I've I've got to have along the ride, and it's some of the times when you're sitting in um, dingy little hotels and and. Um, subcontinent countries and things like that where uh, you're spending time with bloody good people that, that's the key and the, the stuff you love but yeah I, that imposter syndrome that, that kicks in a lot for all of us I think <laughs> yeah no it does mate. you're talking to the guy who's sitting in for Izzy Dag today so don't, don't worry <laughs> like I know yeah. I know all about it yesterday Baz told us a funny yarn about how him and Flem decided that blokes that hadn't play, had played 60 tests didn't have to do fitness tests anymore how much of a headache did that cause for you <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it created a few headaches. It's um, I always remember my first day as well. Went out to um, Lincoln University out there, and um, uh, John Bracewell at the time said, "Right, you can take them out for a bit of a, a session." And I remember Scott Styrus wandering up to me and just telling me, "There's some experienced cricketers out here, so uh, just come and lean on us around how much we shouldn't be doing if you need to." <laughs> Oh, that really surprised me that he was trying to get himself out of the fitness test, old Scotty Styrus. Um, let's let's just chat about the White Ferns because what you guys have been able to achieve with the men's game in this country is nothing short of extraordinary. And I'm sure there is a process going on where you're trying to capture that in some sort of um, document where you're able to then uh, uh, transfer that over to, to other elements or, or even pass on to other sports. But the White Ferns is a work in progress, isn't it, Stronny? Yeah, yep. No, we've still got a long way to go with the white fans. I think, I mean, it's that realisation that uh, I think really, I mean, everyone talks around different time periods for the for the Black Caps and, and the men's programme. And um, But I personally think you can go back as far as 10 years around the small changes and so forth. It definitely got uh, accelerated as we get closer to now, but um, I think it um, goes back that far. And I, I think it's actually the same with the white fans. I think we... 
we're predominantly a, a white middle class male sport and we've changed that and we're changing that and I, I think we're kind of two or three years into a 10 year um, process around getting our whole system up to a, a level where um, we can sustainably have that success and the challenge is to I suppose not let it take 10 years um, I think we're tracking along on that timeline but we, uh, we're trying to owe it to everyone for it to not take that, uh, not take that long so we're working hard on trying to accelerate that with as many things as we can. And I mean, everyone uh, talks around the, the English and the Aussies and their system and they're fully professional and, and all those sorts of things. But they're to us, they're just excuses. And again, that's just their way of doing it. We've got to come up with our way of doing it. And there's no reason why we can't um, do exactly the same. Uh, we've just got to learn and do it a little bit quicker. And that that is the challenge there. Year on year, they're, they're tracking along and our system's starting to support it and, and get better, but we're, we're nowhere near where we um, want to be at the moment, no. Well, mate, I could sit here and talk to you all day. I think it's a fascinating story and you've been at the absolute forefront of it all. I think the White Ferns, there is some gun players within the White Ferns side. There's Susie Bates, Amy Satterthwaite, Sophie Devine, Amelia Kerr, just to name a few. It would be great if that sport was able to go fully professional and in time that may just be the case. But it's great to hear there's a, a plan in place, mate. And um, I just want to congratulate you on on behalf of all former cricketers and, and also fans of the game for uh, for, for your role within the, the Black Cab side and, and the climb to the top. And uh, participa- participation numbers are strong. Fan engagement is at an absolute height and uh, the on-field success is is unparalleled. So congratulations, mate. Your impact has been immense. Thank you very much for joining as no. Nizzy on SCNZ. No, thank you very much. And thank you for you that, um, for all you've done for cricket as well, mate, and everyone that's involved. And just uh, thoughts go out to Izzy and uh, what he's going through as well from, uh, from me and from New Zealand Cricket. Thank you, Brian. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.